Hello, this is Sasha, and today is part two of the discussion we had with Jay Hunter, former director of Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay, where we discussed two very controversial episodes of the show, Oceana and Amy's Baking Company. Hope you enjoy. Only really ever accused once uh, from, I believe, a New Orleans restaurant. Um, Which one? The Oceania? The, the show is accused of putting a uh, rat on in the hallway, the front hallway. What, uh, uh, was that Oceania? Um, gosh, I don't remember. If it's Oceania, because that's one of the episodes you told us to watch, and I don't know if that's the one Joe's talking about. But I could not find Oceania. It does not exist online. I think for legal reasons, I think I think there was a lawsuit. No, there is a legal reason. Yeah. Like I went and read it. Like I read that. Like people are talking about how it's impossible to find even on like the illegal download websites. So Oceana, what's the deal there? Like, can you well, recap it for us? I mean, Joe probably remembers it. Well, well, I'm interested about this rat thing because I mean, we did a few. Uh, uh, what, what, what do you say? It, it, they were accused of placing a rat because I'll, I'll tell you one thing that never we never staged a single thing on that show oh yeah i don't think it was um it was never substantiated but it was even the only accusation of any note towards i, th- I think there was a place called michon's one time like m-i-c-h-o-n apostrophe s where i think the owner freaked out and said like 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 it was like a dead mouse or something but we didn't stage it like it was i think it happened randomly like like the the place wasn't infested with uh with with vermin or anything like like it just a mouse happened to run inside the restaurant from outside yeah, and I die. Think it, it might have been that one yeah yeah it, 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 it was I, i'm remembering it vaguely like but but like th- that was a i can i can say with 100 percent certainty that that was like if it wasn't negligence by the the restaurateur it, it was like a freak accident because like we never staged a single fucking thing they have a mouse they have a uh, gordon or somebody else holding up a mouse in uh opening credits that i think are pulled from real footage in at least season four yeah Yeah. there's it's it's also like imagine if you had just uh walked into my garage and uh there was tons of dead bodies and you Go were on. like, let's, what let's the say fuck? just fe- just like you know hypothetically, and then we walk out of the garage and there's a dead body on the ground, that w- that's stabbed in the head, and I say, you put that there, <laughs> even if you did, there's all the bodies in the garage, and that's the problem with like Michon's is like they're like you put the rat there. Well, what about all the rotten food in the kitchen? all the grease build up don't you think that it's we didn't put it there just because that exists if your kitchen was spotless maybe you would have a leg to stand on yeah i mean like like the the in the beginning the, the way the show works is that you we would go in there for about five days and rig the show with the equipment right so set up all the lights and the cameras and run the cables and and kind of get, get the the area prepped and ready to go and do some interviews and then the, the first day of shooting is called the observe day so like we get there on monday start filming and all we're doing is observing we're just filming the restaurant as it as it uh, normally functions do some interviews throughout the day film a normal dinner service um but, but by the way all the people that show up to to eat dinner there are 
customer like like the, the the show has to find customers to send to the restaurant but the customers have to pay for everything so that they're real customers right but they have they're to real sign pissed off if the, they don't the, like something yeah they, they have to send release forms and the show isn't giving them a free meal or anything because again that would be that would mm-hmm. that would affect the reality of the situation so the people that show up have to pay for their meal and and so and so you get authentic reactions to them so the first day is the observed day gordon's not there at all the 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 the, the second day we start um, filming them in the morning and then Gordon usually shows up for a, during lunch for a tasting, like to to taste the menu. And usually at that point, we shut the restaurant down, like for customers. It's like Gordon's just going to arrive, say hello. He's going to sit down. He's going to sample the menu, and um, and and then he usually there's a post tasting reaction scene where he he breaks down what went wrong or what he didn't like or what he did like, and then and then then that night he observes their dinner service right he just sits there and watches he just watches everything that happens and then if anything if he observes anything that is like a major health code violation or anything that's dangerous to customers he would occasionally shut the restaurant down and say you can't operate because you're going to poison somebody you're going to kill he'd always be like you're going to kill somebody and, and so, in the newest show it's every episode it's every episode <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, so, so um so they I, I don't work on that one i can only attest to mine but um so so they so that, that that's the second that, that's the first night of Gordon being there. The second day is kind of like like they do we do like team exercises. We, that's when the family therapy stuff happens. Like, like there's some kind of story point where, where it's like, let's find out what's really going on with this restaurant. What's what's wrong with these people? So you spend the day filming that. And then we have another dinner service where Gordon gets a little bit more, uh, uh, a little more interactive. Right. And and and. and tries tries to help them along um, and that usually fails and then the 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 third day that he's there he it's like the training it, it, it's like it's like he's gonna he's gonna um, retrain people uh, new menu yeah it's it, it's it's kind of like 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 the, the we've gone down 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 now we're gonna bring them back up and overnight we of that night we we renovate the restaurant and then we relaunch the restaurant the next day with a new menu and and uh, that, that final day of filming is generally like you know Gordon is is uh, he's like we're not really even filming mostly that, that final day. We're just like behind the scenes, cameras aren't rolling. We're just training the, um, the, the, the kitchen staff to get them up and running for their final dinner service when hopefully they succeed and then Gordon can kind of bid them adieu. So like, th- th- that's kind of how the, the, the week rolls on that show. It's, uh, I, I believe, five days. And so it's days. in a similar way how screenplays usually suffer. If they don't suffer in Acts 1 and 2, they often fall apart in Act 3. I think it's like always I question these act threes, like even the, to go back to the Burger Kitchen family, semi-therapy session, but more like, okay, they're all feeling good because the restaurant has been remodeled and they have this new hope and they've tasted the new food and they're very excited about it. And it seems like the girlfriend for the first time is being appreciated by the parents. That does feel staged to me. Like this, like, what are they so naive to think that like this is going to save this yeah, yeah, because sometimes they don't change. More often than not, they don't mm. uh, really change. They might be faced with things and accept them in the moment, but they don't change. It's just too much of an ask for certain people. And the problem others, yeah, they do. And they, they definitely didn't change enough to survive, right? So that restaurant doesn't exist if you search it on the map. 
Well, um, well a, lot of, a lot of criticism on the show is that, like, the success rate of the show, quote-unquote, is very low. Like, the amount of restaurants that, that we've done on the show that exist today is very s- small. But I'll tell you what, like, most of these places are so far gone by the time we get there that they're barely able to stay open for another two weeks or a month before they're just going to completely go bankrupt and have to shut down. So, like, we kind of get there like right as they're about to die. So, which is unfortunate because, you know, like even if you do a lot of big changes, it's hard for them to get back on their feet. But, but, but he, you know, we have had some success stories. I, I can't tell you which ones <laughs> there are off the top of my head. Well, but, uh, it's a lot of them don't keep it up, you know, yeah, right? Like they you fall back more stories own. where they don't keep it up. So if you don't keep it up, you're already not going right. to be in the game. And I do want to move to the next episode just to keep going. So Oceana, I didn't get to so Oceana. Yeah. I didn't get to find it at all right do you, i does either of you remember what happens on that sh- episode the, the one that I, nobody can find I, I remember very clearly but joe maybe you should answer that question uh you know not not too much i think if i saw a clip I, it, was, I probably, it, it was these two lebanese brothers that owned a, a restaurant called oceania in oceana in, in uh in it's oceania I think. it's oceana oceana the, and uh, they own this restaurant in uh, New Orleans. It's on Bourbon Street or close to Bourbon Street. And uh, the one guy was named Rami. Uh, and then uh, not Rami Youssef. They, <laughs> yeah, not that they're Rami. amazing. But it was it was these two brothers who like basically their dad bought them this like really nice uh, look restaurant that had been there for like, you know, probably 50, 60 years. It was like a multi-level restaurant. And uh, it was one of the gnarliest places we'd ever been to. I think what happened was that the the father sued Fox for like character defamation or something. And and so I, I think like the lawsuit must have just gone on forever and the network ended up shelving the show or they didn't include it in like the uh, in, in like the Hulu deal or something because it because it had a pending lawsuit. But um, mm-hmm. but but uh, we didn't do anything shady on that one either. We just filmed. Well, uh, why did you tell <laughs> us to watch that particular episode before even there was a lawsuit? Just because there were a lot of great stories from that. I mean, first of all, it was the most disgusting restaurant. I've was it the one seen. that with the raw chicken was dripping on something? No, that was a Irish restaurant. Okay, Th- that was Sasha's referring to one time. There, <laughs> there was a like a stack of trays. They have these like rolling carts that's like all baking sheet uh, trays, uh, kind of stacked on each other. And um, and this one restaurant had. I think it was baklava or some kind of like trays of desserts, right? Like that were like cooling or whatever out of the oven. And then above that tray of dessert was a tray of um, raw chicken breast and just like juices of chicken just no. dripping down onto the onto the baklava. So it was raw. We actually shut that restaurant down that night when Gordon found that. And again, it's like it's like you think oh, the, the TV show must have planted this. It's like, no, they just did that. And then Gordon, yeah. I, I, remember, I remember when that happened, Gordon's like, holy fuck. And, and he, he's like, he's talking to his mic. He's like, JJ, he's like, <laughs> he's like, JJ, I need a camera. Get, get, get a fucking camera over here, man. Like some shit's about to go down. I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm like, someone go find Gordon. Like, like, get the camera over there. And they go over there and he's like, what the fuck is this? And like, and he's like, you're going to kill somebody. And so he shut down so the restaurant. So that, that's not the case though with Oceana. No, no. What were Oceana, the uh, well, okay, snapshots? Well, from that long gone nowhere to be found episode well first of all first of all (laughs) these restaurants in in new orleans that's such an old town every no matter how nice the restaurant i'm sorry new orleans but every fucking place in that in that town is infested with roaches and rats and like vermin because the, 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 the there's like a water underneath it's like a it's like a 
you know, coastal town or whatever. So there's just like, there's water underneath all the land and there's, it's just so old and it's weird building like colonial buildings built on over. I mean, it's, it, there's so many layers to the city that every single place in that town is infested with rodents, but like, so yeah, you so, can't so, escape it. So, so anyway, so when, with Oceana, <sighs> before we even Christ. show up, before we even show up with the cameras, I'm already like, so, Are you so fucking kidding me. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're, we're. How do you know about every restaurant? We're, we're, you haven't been to every restaurant. I've been to every restaurant, but I just know from working in New Orleans that like, like, I just when you go underneath these restaurants. They're all connected. Like, 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 like the foundations of all these restaurants are connected. There's like holes going from place to place. Like, like I mean, specifically Bourbon Street. You're talking about. Yeah, the the, the old part of, of New Orleans. You know, and, and again, there's there's restaurants I would eat in there, but like I would there's a lot. We went that to I, New Orleans and we ate somewhere. We ate at only really nice places. I I can always smell. <laughs> jo, Joe, I I can one of the superpowers I you have know is I can walk into a restaurant. It's and true. It, and if I smell, I can see certain things like just like little. I can't even I tell you what they are i just i see things and i smell things he learned I, that shit and, and i know immediately i'm like oh we're not eating here like like the, oh yeah that. even just watching the show if you watch the show long enough and bar rescue i'm i'm a huge fan of which is kind of a similar <laughs> also jay directed a bunch of that shit i, I did the first i directed all the first season but th that's a whole other conversation <laughs> incredible show but both of them watching enough episodes you do start to smell out the they're like Little telltale signs yeah. little telltale that, oh, signs. this is not a place I want to eat. But apparently, because I know Jay and I went at least one place, I want to say maybe Telluride or some other place that you don't expect to have, like a beautiful town in Colorado. You don't expect it to have like a, not a great spot uh, for a restaurant. But I remember there was one time we walked in and Jay's like, we're leaving, we're leaving, like some restaurant. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? He's like, the smell, the smell. And so like I... I don't know. To me, it's like, oh, like a little beer, old beer smell. But there's certain mm. smell. Yeah, you can just smell like... Jay like, knows means like, get the fuck out. Yeah, there's like, there's bugs or there's dead, there's dead rodents. And it's just like years of not cleaning and I can smell rotten food. It's just there's weird combinations of smells that, that like are just warning signs of like, oh my God, this is like kitchen nightmares. We can't eat here. What like are the visual I, signs that maybe our listeners can... Well, I mean, there's so many, but like, but just, just like you can look at the ground and you see in the corners of where the, the floor meets, meets the wall. If that's really dirty. Well, that's my mom would always tell me like, you have to clean the floor meets the wall. Well, and yeah. Which, yeah. And, and a big thing is the ceiling fans. If you look up and see ceiling fans and there's dust on them, it means they've never been cleaned. Like, like, and, and if they turn those fans on, <gasps> th there's just, it's, it's just like, like a hundred years of like particles, dirt and particles shooting around, like just like cockroach, like feathers. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, be. you you just look at the little micro details, and you're like, oh, that's old. That's never been cleaned. Oh, that thing is that that decoration they have on the shelf never been taken down and cleaned. Like you, and you start seeing that stuff, and then you multiply it times a million, and you're like, well, that's in the kitchen. That's everywhere in this restaurant. What about food? Like if they put yeah. a plate of food in front of you. How do you like, cause Jay has like a good eye for like, this food is not going to be good. And he knows specific reasons, which he might have acquired prior to Kitchen Nightmares, but also definitely improved that at Kitchen Nightmares. So be like that bread, I, I can tell that's bad bread. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I it, again, it's like, it's all these little micro uh, uh, details Science. that like your, my brain just, it's not like I can't really delineate them and say like, oh, there's these five things you look for. You just, you, just being around that bad shit for so long, you just sense it. It's like a spidey sense mm -hmm. that goes off. But, but, yeah, but, and there's the, there's little simple things like a hot plate isn't always a bad thing. 
but mixed with some other symbols, it means they microwave that food. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, well, well. The biggest sign of of microwaving is that if the inside of the food is hot, is super hot, because the way a microwave works, it, like if if you think of a potato being microwaved, like the, it cooks it from the inside out, which is not how anything is cooked normally, right? So, so, so like Gordon would do that a lot. He'd cut into something like a thing of lasagna, you know, like, like a square of lasagna, he'd cut into it and he'd be like, Oh fuck, that's so hot. Like from the, from the center of it. And he's like, you just, you know, that's been microwaved because Gordon would call it chef Mike. Um, not to be mixed with chef Borscht, which is a positive thing. (laughs) Chef Uh. Mike is always the microwave. And when chef Mike is there, you just, you, you can tell because the, when something's cooked in the oven, the hottest part of it should be on the outside. Um, and, and the inside should be a little, little less hot. And, um, you know, like, like, like it, I remember somebody, I think we chucked in a million microwaves off the roofs of restaurants on that show. At one point <laughs> or another. But, um, but, but to go back to Oceana, so that before we even start filming there, just to give you an idea of how disgusting this place was. So we're like, we're like, you know, there's drop ceilings, the little styrofoam tiles in the ceilings. And so, you know, like, like, like generally, generally we have to pop those out and rig, rig lights, rig, rig our, our movie lights so that we can have enough light for the cameras to see uh, what's going on. So we, we rigging lights and I remember uh, this guy, Gerald, I think it was, or James, one of the two. He 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 opened up a ceiling tile. <laughs> oh no! no the dead body? He, no, he opened up a ceiling tile and it kind of tilted toward his face a little bit. And then what looked like dog food just like just like cascaded off the top oh, of the ceiling tile no. and like went all in his face. Um, wasn't dog food? It was rat shit, right? No. So 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 just and like I'm t- wasn't there another one, Jay, where there was like a. Yeah, I'm about to get to oh, okay. that. So, 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 uh, so, so, he, so he takes a tile. Of, oh my if god! If you're eating, y'all, just stop if you haven't already, and, 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 or and, and, you help yourself <laughs> to a snack if you're a Joe. And, and, and <laughs> because uh. the because the rat shit hits him in the face, and he's like, <sighs> he, he his hands like 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 shift the, the the ceiling tile that he's suspending above him, and then this rat basically falls off of the ceiling the tile. shape of a rat. And, 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 and in, in my mind, it's like in slow motion, but obviously it wasn't. <laughs> but like, like, like this rat or, or gigantic mouse falls off the ceiling tile and then falls to the floor and just goes poof and turns in the dust. Like, like I, it was basically like the the the, the mummified the mummified body of a of a rat <laughs> had fallen from the oh sky, God. and when it hit the hit the linoleum floor, it just turned into pure dust. It pure sounds rat like dust. like a, like a Harry Potter moment. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I mean that you'd like question what you saw. That was one of the most disgusting moments I've ever been witness to. But the poor like lighting crew on Kitchen Nightmares was privy to a lot worse stuff, I'm sure. But like, but but so that was that so restaurant. That was not on camera, right? Because that was not on camera. We we never filmed that because we were just putting the lights up right so so you only here to hear guys this is where you come (laughs) (laughs) to hear stories like that and and you know like that restaurant i remember when when gordon did the kitchen uh inspection he he found um he remember him opening up a, a fridge and just finding like rotten seafood, like because like, a lot of times in these restaurants, the, the, especially Oceana, which had a very big kitchen, you know, like like they would probably have a hundred tables at one time, so there's all kinds of stuff going in there. So like it's like some idiot cook will just take like a pot of something and like just put it in a in a fridge and uncover it or cover it, and it would just sit there for months, oh you know. And so Gordon would go through there and be like, "What the fuck is this?" and like pull something out of the, out of the back, and it's just like a vat of like rotten shrimp that's. It's like it's like it's like purple and green, you know, like like, like it's been oh, rotting man. there, and, and, and it's 
amongst other food that's like fresh, quote unquote, and okay to eat. But like, all you can think about is like, there's like- Miasms, miasms. Th- there's poison. Right, like just, it's just floating around. Yeah, there's yeah. just poison particles here. And, 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 and it's everywhere now, you know? And I remember, the, I remember the chef at that place was a fucking, he was like this racist piece of shit. And he was, he was the biggest scumbag on earth. And he had a big attitude, like, who does chef gonna tell me what to do? I'm a New Orleans guy. And, like, and he was just a criminal. Like, like, I mean, Gordon would tell him, like, like tell these people, like, you're going to kill somebody like you're poisoning people like like you should be thrown in jail like like, like and and all these little like shit cooks you know and, sh- and pretendo chefs out there that are running these horrible restaurants within the kitchen they're like top cheese they're like the big cheese like they're, they're, they're yeah they're, no one talks shit to them yeah they're like just, they're, they're little kings and they're pathetic little empires and so they have these big egos and so th- that's why people would be like is gordon such an asshole because like or like he must be so mean yelling at everybody but it's like that's based upon people seeing him chew people out but these people he's chewing out deserve every second of it mm-hmm. you know and and they're and, bullies yeah and, and and if you're not like a criminally <laughs> if, if you're not a terrible fucking person like like fucking up your job and just like should be fired immediately he's the most pleasant person at all uh, of all time like i mean if if i was a fuck up as a director he would probably chew me out plenty and i'd probably deserve every second of it but that never happens because i'm the best and uh and gordon recognizes mm. thank you very much so okay so that's the main like points that we need to know about oceana the reason you want us to watch it because it's the most disgusting episode right well that and the um the, the here's another fun tidbit from behind the scenes world so the the guy i think his Love name was those. i think his no 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 it was mohammed and rami rami was the fat shout out but Ma, R- R- rami of the show. well he's very fat he's morbidly obese rami was the morbidly obese brother and then and this guy mohammed mo for short was like the manager like the guy who ran ran the 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 ship there and so i show up i show up and like you, you know we start filming and this guy he's just like he's just constantly blowing his nose and, and, and he just, he, he's like, uh, and he's all manic and everything. And I'm like, this guy's on cocaine or meth or something. And everyone's like, no, no. Then Lindsay, the producer, I remember who was like, no, no, he just got sinus infection. I'm like, bullshit. Like he, this guy's on drugs. And, and, and so, and, and so <laughs> that's me. I always think people on drugs are actually have sinus infections. Like yeah. that's my whole life. He, 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 so, so, so he, um, so, so like he keeps on, he would basically disappear and then reappear and we're like, where'd Mo go? I don't know. He was gone for an hour. And so, and so, so I'm like, guys, we have to like, this is what's happening. He's doing drugs and he's coming back to the set. And that's why his like, his mood is up and down. And so, and so like, <laughs> like, like, like at one point he goes up to his, his office on like the fourth floor where he didn't allow any cameras to be. That was part of his deal. He's like, I don't want any cameras in my office. It's private. It's where the, you know, I don't want, you know, so like, where no, I no, do cocaine. No, no, yeah, exactly. It's where I do my cocaine. And so, so we had his, his, his microphone on his wire, his radio mic. And so he went up there one time and I'm like, everybody, shut up in the control room and I turn all the all the, the the levels up on his mic and the speakers in the control room I'm like listen listen what's going on and you could it was like it, 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 it was like the perfect audio illustration of someone cutting up lines of cocaine doing big <laughs> lines of cocaine gagging and choking it was like a folly recording yeah it, it was oh like it was like it was like God. the perfect fully re- recording of like cocaine <laughs> And, and and so and you know and then he comes down and That's he's like wiping his nose and he's like oh, 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 and making these gagging sounds and I'm like see guys and so at, once that oh happened ever once I had proven that that had happened by 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 isolating it like now everyone's like oh my god he, he's he, he's a cokehead and then all the whole crew's talking about it of course and I think what happened was that he. Um, uh, it was being talked about so much I think I remember his his brother Rami. 
overheard one of Gordon's chefs talking shit about him. Like he's just like this cokehead piece of shit. And, and the brother was like, what'd you say about my brother? And like, like he heard them talking about that. And then when, um, and then somehow I think the brother's father who was never on camera, he refused to be on camera. I think he, he filed a lawsuit afterwards. Cause I think what they were afraid of was that he was going to, um, uh, like the show was going to show the brother to be like a drug user or something. And so that, that so, so, so they, they, they filed this lawsuit for other reasons, I think, but, to, but in my mind to basically bury like that whole, that whole storyline. But, um, but the, here it um, is podcast, but yeah, where it gets revealed. <laughs> I mean, I mean, here's the thing we, 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 we also, during the relaunch of the, if you watch the show during the relaunch of the restaurant, uh, everything's going good, you know, right? Like, it's like, Hey, it's the happy part of the story. He, Gordon got the restaurant back on its feet and like Mo just disappears. He go, he goes out the, the, the front door and, and we're, we're like, where's Mo going? Where, where'd he go? Where'd he go? And I told one of the producers, like, 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 like Bobby, go, go, go fucking chase, like, 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 like watch him. So that one of the producers, one of the segment producers like stalks, this this guy like he's keeping like you know some distance but he's watching where he's going he's walking through the streets of New Orleans <laughs> and then this guy this guy, he, like he shows up to a garage in you know like a side street in an alley and there's like a garage that's like only open the garage door is up like two feet and so Mo like he like ducks underneath the garage door he he, he goes in there he, he he then five ten minutes later he pops back out and he's like adjusting some kind of thing in his hands and putting it in his pocket. I mean, he we basically just, he ran out of cocaine and he went to like his local dealer to go re up basically. <laughs> and he shows back up and Gordon's like, where'd you go, man? Like, this is a big relaunch. He's like, Hey man, I just like, I had to go there for a walk. I had to go for a walk. I had to clear my head. And, 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 and he's like, you fucking asshole. Like, I, Gordon hated that guy, but, um, so obviously uh, nothing worked out for that family either. I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt if that restaurant is still there because it, it was actually like like prime real estate. It was it, it, if you walked into it, they had like three levels to it. It was a nice Maybe they place. renamed it or something. Yeah, they may they may have renamed it. Um, I wouldn't doubt if that place is still going just because of the location and like, you know, and it's also one of these places that's like the famous Oceana, mm -hmm. like Louis Armstrong played trumpet there or some shit like that, you know? So, so they, yeah, you could just trick tourists and make a living it, off that. It was a complete tourist trap, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so, but you know, uh, again, like when you, when I go to, when we go to vacation, if. um, if we ever go on vacation again, but the, but the, you know, you go to these places and some are more touristy than others. And that's why I love having the spidey sense. Cause you can go into a restaurant and, and, and be like, Oceana oh, grill grill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It exists, guys. Yeah, yeah. Doing well. 739 thriving. Conti Street. Everybody go that and have familiar. some uh, dusty mice <laughs> on your food. Uh. It, 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 was, it was gnarly, that place. It was really gnarly. And, like, that was one of the few places where I remember because we would do the relaunch of the restaurant and we'd take cool shots like extreme close-ups of the new dishes that Gordon would make. I think that was one of the few places where I didn't really eat too much of the stuff because it was I just mean, so dirty. I mean, holy shit. 6,400 reviews on yelp yeah 6400 reviews how many on yelp. stars is that four four yeah. solid stars yeah. not even three and a half yeah i mean i know. think we're talking about the same spot yeah. right no no that's a, that's the spot i, I remember the seafood, the, the bunch street. of seafood going on right like whatever the menu maybe it's gotten better i doubt it though like i mean th that's the thing you go in these places you smell a funky smell you get the hell out of there um, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. That's a it. restaurant should not smell like anything other than good food. 
yeah it does leave. <laughs> i remember sometimes working at restaurants like if the restaurant smelled bad and like they want to make it smell good they take garlic and butter and they just fry it yeah. and they walk around with that thing around the restaurant uh, and the whole restaurant just starts smelling <laughs> delicious food because garlic and butter just smell good yeah, yeah. and they just cover up whatever the shit that smells mm-hmm, underneath mm-hmm. All right, so we got Ashiana. They still exist. Everybody's good. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. They're going to sue us. Have you Friends seen of the show. Joe, jo, have, <laughs> you, have you seen that episode you, now that I like was recounting yeah, it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. I remember seeing it. Yeah. Just imagine that everything with the cl- through the cloud of the dusty mo- mouse. <laughs> yeah. I'll always remember sure. that that mouse, that rat falling from the sky and just going poof. Did we go to Orle- New Orleans, like, like, like traveled after that? Ep- like for sure, right? Um, I, I don't, don't know. Think so. I don't think so. Uh, I can't you didn't like that. it even when we went. Anyway, so let's talk about the final episodes before we wrap it up. So Amy's um, baking company, right? Is that the name? Yes. The episode that I said broke the show. The broke the show. So what do you mean by that, Joe? You say that it broke the show, and of course, Wha- yeah. Well, it is the kind of episode that doesn't work out, doesn't go anywhere. But it's, fa- it's famously mean? the only unhappy ending uh for a kitchen nightmares episode like the only one where we didn't relaunch the restaurant i believe well, what do you what do yeah, you give up really gave up on it um yeah and i think it, it broke the show because the next season was only a shortened season and the last i'm sure there's other reasons but uh part of it is just like this it was the total breaking of the usual format from it not well, being because they, they can't get anywhere with that format end. yeah yeah and both people were in cahoots bad like usually it's like one bad egg and then someone who's trying to do well and this was two people who were just so perfect for each other and being bad that in it was the unhelpable. most in the most uh just upsetting way they were perfect for each other yeah and it went viral really this episode is the most viral episode of the show yeah i think it's probably the more people will have watched this episode than anything i've ever done in my entire life quick synopsis (laughs) jay of this situation more than much ado about nothing more people have seen oh yeah way more i mean probably i haven't seen much ado about nothing i mean what uh, no (laughs) she never watches anything i do famously um (laughs) but but uh yeah, no, I'm. I, it's very popular. It's probably the most popular and recognizable episode of Kitchen What's Nightmares. What's the premise of it? The premise, well, Amy's Baking Company is this little kind of like bistro, I guess you could call it, like cafe in Scottsdale. And so... Nice place, Scottsdale. Yeah, it's, it was in a nice little strip mall, like high-end strip mall, like where there's a movie theater right next to it. It was like a, you know, n- nice spot. There's nothing dirty about the restaurant. It's completely clean, you know. It was, it was like that, that wasn't the problem. Um, it was owned by this guy, Sammy, and then Amy was his wife. And Sammy is this like, like short kind of stocky Israeli guy who made all of his money in, um, in, uh, like construction, I believe in Las Vegas. Like he was like building buildings in Las Vegas and had kind of a like a shady past too like was in the military didn't know if he was in like Mossad or not like he he had some kind of like like funky military thing going on in his background um but but he made his he made his fortune in real in like construction and he met we believe he met Amy who was most likely a prostitute sex worker worker. Um, but we don't know uh, that right because we don't know that but they met they, they met in in Las Vegas and um 
she was she let's just say they met in las vegas so well, they talk about how they met and they were like well we met each other everything and there were all these bunnies like playboy bunnies everywhere but he chose her like they kind of talk about yeah. that like like <laughs> it sounds like bull, like everything they're just liars these two like they're just pathological liars yeah and they just they're never it. gonna give you the truth <laughs> yeah, yeah like like you can read between the lines be like oh she was a sex worker and they fell in love and and, and uh, happily ever after but so so basically like Sammy had already they had already they had a bunch of money they didn't need any money but like she was trained in I don't know where she went to school but she was actually like a really talented um, pastry, pastry chef right so like so I me remember Gordon yeah. was like these are like extremely high end pastries that he's like he's like this is as good as it as it gets like in Paris and he, he like because Gordon started off as a pastry chef <clears throat> and. Um, and uh, we never find out whether she was actually. I remember there's a little debate about whether she was actually making those pastries or not. But 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 I'll, yeah. I'll give her the benefit <laughs> of the doubt that she would, that, that that was her thing. So she was really good at making pastries. Sammy bankrolled this this little this little cafe so that she could have something to do and showcase her 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 talent. And Which she um, does talk a lot about God given talent. She loves talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and and so um, you take one look at at Amy, you can tell that there's something wrong. Like she's mentally, <laughs> she's mentally ill. She's got those kind of eyes that it's like something's not up. Uh, and she's so right flip flopping, and co she's not doing any cocaine, but her mood is shifting faster. Yeah, if than... anything, she's on some sort of like mood stabilizer, like psychiatric drugs. But like, but she's not like like I just got the sense that she was just mentally ill in general. But but so so um, the the story with Amy's baking company is that prior to us showing up and the show showing up is that it was it's kind of similar to Burger Kitchen where they were at war with Yelp. So like so so the, what. What, what what really happened was that they had this cafe and they were psychotic assholes and like people would come in and half the time the people that would come to buy things from them they would get into fights with their customers or like they something, have it on camera. So, so, something would go wrong and, the, and 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 there'd be some horrible reaction so people would go on yelp and they would write like i got thrown out of amy's baking company like they screamed at me they called me a bitch or whatever and 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 so they would write these like bad reviews of the restaurant and then what would happen is that amy and Sammy would then respond to the reviews. I don't know if they would, how they would find out what their emails were, but they would. Oh, you can respond from the owner. You can, you can just owner? respond. You can be just like owners respond, and like, but then, I have a lot of owners contacting me for my reviews. But then it would get deeper than that. So, so they would respond in like threatening ways and be like, be like, where do you live? I'll fucking kill you. Like you write this shit about my restaurant, you lying bitch, and like all that <laughs> stuff. And so it was just like they had started these wars, and like it got like crazy personal with a lot of them. They found out people's identities, and like they, they were they were like like knockout drag out fights knockdown drag out fights with their customer base and so so that was what the restaurant was kind of known for and that, it's like no one would go there because it's like those are those two crazy people they fight their customers yada yada yeah and so so we show up and it's like again like the place is like very clean probably one of the cleanest restaurants you've ever been to and, and from my understanding and i forget if it was from the episode or research afterwards they had actually cleaned it more than they normally I mean, it was would. spotless when Gordon shows like up the they, first time. He's like, "It's they, so clean in here." I, yeah, I, I, it was. Yeah. It was not usually that clean, but they yeah, did I, I, the whole. 
I, I mean, maybe the, I don't remember anything like that. I just remember it was clean. It was like a new place. Like it didn't look like it had been opened for very long. Like, like you, you can mm. go into, into a place sometimes and be like, Oh, this was recently remodeled. Like you can just tell like, like the, 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 the stainless steel tables didn't have like knife marks on them. And stuff. I mean, like, I think what happened was they opened the place up and they barely used it because they would throw their customers but out. And they hiring like 12 year olds to work for them. And yeah. They don't, Tip, right, because like I mean, well, I'm they saying keep the tips. Yeah, they keep the tips, which I know sometimes happens because I've had that happen to me. But that's insane, and like you don't want to work for these people. And they have this like young, I mean, like barely out of high school, if not in high school, still kids working, and they like literally their work for three days and then they leave. Like they changed hundred waiters and waitresses, servers coming yeah. in through the doors in like a <laughs> year. Yeah, and, and it's like Scottsdale is a very affluent town, and you know, like, like, like the, the, high maintenance. Yeah, yeah, like, like customer base is probably a little more high maintenance, and 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 you know, you you cater to a wealthier crowd, um, but like, but basically, like, they just weren't, you know, this was like a massively uh, losing proposition. Like that, they, they were they were losing money left and right. I don't know if they ever turned a profit, but it was like Sammy was bankrolling it. And so they get it in their in their head to contact Kitchen Nightmares and and why, be, and, why? And be, because in their minds that they're again in their minds the problem is the customers that are attacking mm -hmm. them and it's not them like they've got yeah they're, they're confident that they're doing it they're so it. insane and and deluded that they think that it's like the people are against them and there's a conspiracy and so so like they get in touch with 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 uh, Fox right and and so they, they get put into the casting uh, 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 basket or whatever and so you know we show up there and and it, it was the craziest thing that's ever happened like so basically like i, I explained previously is that you the first day that we film there is the observed day gordon's not even there right and and we're not looking to get drama like all we're looking to get is is like like i mean if drama happens with a customer great but but, but it's like we're just look it's just basically the 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 footage that you use in the cold open of the show to be like so-and-so restaurant here they are like they, they serve mm -hmm. pizza but what's going on with the business it's just like shots it's just like general b-roll shots is the is the main uh, uh uh objective of that day so so they, they we start the the dinner service and 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 i, I mentioned that too because on this observed day like like we never want to like flood the the restaurant with customers we just kind of want to show that like because if you flood the restaurant with customers the, the, you know, the, then you're just, it's going to look like more popular than it is. Like you just want to give them a few customers a normal and, day. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and see how it works out. And the, they serve some food. You shoot the customers, be like, what'd you think about the food? They say, Oh, it was kind of bland, whatever. Like that's all you're looking to get. And so, so they, so we, we, we so, so we're doing that. And, and dinner starts around seven, six or seven. I mean, we've sent like three groups of people in there. Like, like there's like three tables out of like, 15 right it's like barely in service and like an hour goes by and like no food's coming out and like amy's in the My kitchen gosh. she's in the kitchen i think by herself or maybe has one like prep chef with her or something and she's just i don't know what's going on she's just like fucking up and like throwing shit away and like not like nothing she's not making anything well, i think like, the big thing right if the food the customer doesn't like food sammy is not to tell amy about it he must throw away the 
food without Amy knowing that the customer oh, yeah, returned yeah. food. Right, because 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 like if she finds out that the customer is <laughs> mad with the food, she'll, she'll flip out. Customer. She'll come out and start screaming at the customer. So yeah. So but 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 basically like no food has come out and like an hour and a half goes by and these like tables. It's like like I mean there's like a couple college age guys and they're like hey where. Did, did, like we've only had our water come out. Like, can we have like we've had wine and water, no food? Can we have like some breadsticks? And and, and the guy's like, don't worry, sir. The, the the food will come out soon. The food will come out soon. And and then and, and so no food's coming out. And then and then and then Just like one ta- one ridiculous. table of people gets up and the, and they're like they're, they're like we're leaving. Like like we've been here for an hour and a half. We've had no food show up and they ordered like a cheese pizza and like, and like a meatball sandwich, like nothing complicated. <laughs> it's like, nothing should take that long. Yeah. And, 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 and it's becoming insane. It, 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 you're almost thinking like, as you're filming it, you're like, you're like, are these people like actively trying to like fuck up here? Like what is happening? But it's, it's Amy. She's like a mess in the kitchen. She cannot cook. Like, like she can't cook one thing, much less 10 things. And again, there's no stress being put on the kitchen. It's just, it's completely low stress. <laughs> and, and so, and, and so this table gets up and leaves and, and, and then Sammy starts freaking out. Like he starts yelling at us at the production crew that like we're sending in, like we're sending in these plants who like the, the we're, we're like we're sending in people that are, are purposely arguing mm-hmm. and we're like no 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 Samuel like, we're not doing that we're just we're, like these are normal people like like they're, they're not like plants they're not actors like and he's like this is bullshit man and so like he gets into his head that they're all actors and and, and he starts oh yelling gosh. at them so they get up and he's like oh you're leaving oh well fuck you then you fucking cunt and like and he starts screaming <laughs> he starts screaming crazy shit at, at people and people are like whoa what the fuck and they're like okay see you later he's like yeah you never come back to my restaurant you prick you fucking piece of shit get the fuck out and we're like all of a sudden we're like oh my god this is great footage i guess he's just gonna fucking scream yeah, at customers because he's convinced they're actors yeah yeah so in his mind he's like they're actors so i'm just gonna scream at them and and, and so so then then i remember this like family gets up to the because again he's screaming people be like oh my god they're scared and i remember this family gets up and they're like we're leaving too and this old lady it's not in the show because they, they cut it out for you'll understand why but the like so she's literally has a walker and she's got like a little walker and she's like slowly making your way out of the store and, and sammy goes oh what's wrong miss uh no, you did not did not like the food miss and she's like we, we are hungry and there's no food coming out and and and, and i i'm just hungry oh, no. so we're gonna leave and he's like okay goodbye you old cunt you fucking cunt you get the oh, fuck out he, he starts calling this old lady like poor old lady like a cunt and like you bitch get out of my restaurant i mean it was like I, I just were like we're in the control room with our mouths up, with mouths open. Like, what the fuck is going on? And then these two guys. I have to say, you're a little too free with the world cunt. You've just been throwing it around a little that, too Sammy, much. Sammy is Sammy saying. No, I know, but you've been enjoying he, the c word a little too. <laughs> much. I know it's fun. <laughs> Me, boys. I, I only, I only get to say it when I'm quoting Sammy. And and so and so and so so, so these two guys get up. And, and they've been kind of going at it back and forth, like, because they're witnessing Sammy yell at these other customers. So these two younger dudes are like, are like at their table and they're, they're, they're like, they're yelling at him from afar. Like, hey, wh- what are you doing, man? Like, like you yelling at people like, like, like what the fuck? And, and so, so he, so they get, they get into a big heated argument. And then Sammy gets up at like, he goes onto the dining room floor and they get this college dude, like, like the guy in his twenties and Sammy kind of bump chess. And, and, and they're yelling at each other. And then Sammy does like a Krav Maga like 
throat hit like he and again i don't think they i don't think for legal reasons they could include it in the show but he basically throat like does a karate chop on this guy's adam app adam's apple and 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 the kid goes down he's like ah he's grabbing his throat and and then his other friend calls the cops and then the cops show up and 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 they they take a police recording report that the the guy's like this guy assaulted me karate chopped me in the neck and sammy's like he's a fucking liar he's fucking liar he's an actor and like it's just pandemonium and and we're just like oh my god no. What this is day the fuck? one? Yeah, this is day one. Gordon Before hasn't even, Gordon. Gordon hasn't even showed up yet, and they, and they I mean, they, they probably sent like a, like a cheese pizza out and a thing of garlic bread, and that's it. Like that's that's all that they got out that night. And uh, I remember my mom was visiting with my with my oh, nephew. No. My mom was visiting first Shout time out. first time she's ever seen me right. like at work. Like I, she was living in Arizona and. And uh, hap- I was like, oh, you come out with my nephew, Killian, who's like 12 years old. I'm like, oh, you, I can show you behind the scenes. You guys can see what's going on. And they're like, okay, cool. And they're like, they're, they're like watching this all happen. Like, like, I, I, I remember looking back at them being like, wow, you picked a great night to come over here. Like, this is crazy. And they're like, the kid I can't. must have enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I know. They, they, were, they were loving it. They're like, they're like, I can't believe this. This is so wild. And so... And so, so you know, all that all that happens. I mean, like I could just talk for days and days about this this episode, but but like Gordon shows up, and he the next day, and he sits down, he eats the food, and, and then like I, I mean, I think what happened was in the minds of Amy and Sammy, he's going to be blown away by the food. Well, thought. well, yeah, that. But then also, I think in their minds they're thinking like, oh, this is bad. Like we're going to look really bad on TV. They, they start to like like the reality of the situation hits them and, and and they're like if this shit goes on the air like we're finished like like people are gonna hate us like we're gonna be villains they finally realize and that also they meet gordon who does have that effect on people that they want to please him yeah and and but but like yeah at first it went okay with gordon i think and and, and then and then he kind of he kind of laid down the law to them and and i think they, they kind of got their ego bruised and then, and then also, the, I'm telling you the reality of the situation of like, wait, this is going to go on television. Like, we're going to look really bad. This is bad. And so in their minds, they decided, I, like Gordon ended up, ended up watching a dinner service and more crazy shit happened. But like, he, th- in their minds after that first night with Gordon, they were like, okay, um, we have to sabotage this so that it doesn't get put out on air. Right? Like, like and we found out, we've, we found <laughs> out about plan. this, 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 yeah, like they 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 they, they hatched this the plan. The most famous episode of yeah, Fish they, and because in their head, yeah, in I, I'm shitting you not. Like in their head, they thought if there's no happy ending, Fox Network will not air this episode oh, of Kitchen because Nightmares. they know how television works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're so smart, and, and they're thinking like they can't put an episode out of Kitchen Nightmares where Gordon doesn't save the restaurant. So, so, so. Um, you know, we, we kind of like they keep on pushing back that they're, they're not they're not doing what Gordon asked them to do. And Gordon's just kind of like, listen, like like just behind the scenes, he's like, these fucking people like aren't going to play ball. They aren't going to do what I asked them for asked them to do. I need to sit them down and say, are you going to cooperate or not? Because if you're not, we're done. And, and 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 he sits them down and we shoot this long scene and, and he's like, listen, I want to help you. I want to authentically help you. Like, I'm not looking to make you look like an asshole. Like he said to himself, like, you're doing a great job of that yourself. Like, I don't need the help to do that. Um, 
but 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 if you're not going to help, if you're not going to participate, I can't help you. I can't help you help yourself. Only you can do that. And and, and they basically said, yeah, we're not going to participate. Like we're not going to help. And he's like, well, I'm going to leave then. And and they're like, yeah, okay, well then you're going to leave. And so he leaves. And it's again the only time it ever happened on the show. But then Gordon Gordon's like, well, I'm just I'm out of here. Then like this is a failure. They, they refuse to. They don't want to help themselves. And so so what happens is like Gordon leaves. And this is all like again this isn't scripted so like this happens and we're like oh shit i guess we're not i guess we're not going to do the next yeah. three days day two right yeah, yeah it's like we're not going to do the next three days of shooting then like fuck what do we do so 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 Lindsay and i the uh, showrunner and i we're, we're like all right let's just let's start filming people taking down the lights and like we just we just start filming right, the process of us of us de-rigging all the cameras and lights very and, dramatic and and, and 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 the whole time sammy's sitting there like Lindsay, the showrunner is on, is on the floor taking notes or whatever and sammy kind of goes up to her and he's like he's like so he's like uh uh so fox is gonna take a big insurance uh, claim on this huh and she's like what do you mean and, he's, and this is how we know that this is what was going on in their minds he, he's, he's like he's like well you know you can't air this be like so do they take an insurance claim and pay for all this or how, how does that work what does it mean insurance claim for pay home well well like 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 the, the, if you trash the episode there's production insurance right mm. like so if there's like a tornado yeah. or an actor yeah, gets but going to home in this case, in his mind, in his mind, Fox. He's, uh -huh. he's like, so Fox is going to call their insurance company and, and pay for this whole week of shooting or whatever, like pay for all these people. Mm. Like, like, like what he, a smart he, he, he was just, he was just kind of like, I'm just curious. Mm. And Lindsay's like, what are you talking about? Like, we're, this is gonna, this might be a two part episode. And he, yeah. and you, I remember watching the screen and the blood just drained out of his face, and he was like, what? And, and she's like, no, this is like one of the best episodes we've ever filmed. Like, this is going uh. on the air, and like. He he started freaking out, and the two of them were freaking out. We did a couple exit interviews, but 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 they they basically thought that they could they could you know pull one over on us. And um, the the irony is, it's the most popular Kitchen Nightmares episode. That was shot of all time. in 2013, yeah. and then it says online they closed in 2015. Yeah, the yeah. Paper thin plan. Yeah, yeah. Ended it, up being this. <laughs> The most the famous episode of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, most famous episode, and and it was a it was kind of a fun episode for the crew because we had. I remember we partied a lot because we had three days where we got paid and had no work to do. We were in Scottsdale, yeah. and so the crew got really drunk for three nights, and um, and you know Fox got great ratings, and uh, and and it's uh, everybody wins. It, 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 uh, everybody, yeah, not exactly. a single loser there. <laughs> exactly. I just but, felt bad for servers because. I, you know, having worked as a bartender, not a server, I just never had the gift to be a, like a good server. But it's just like these young kids, and like they've been just abused, abused. American kids, like being abused oh, by this horrible lady. They don't know better. Seriously. Yeah, right. no, they, yeah, they, they don't know better to stand up for themselves. Again, those people were mentally ill and um had severe problems i mean the lady is definitely bipolar and the guy you're not a the you guy know what she i'm has. a doctor and i can <laughs> diagnose uh, things not. like this the guy had extreme violent uh tendencies he's i mean afraid like, of her you could tell that he's afraid of her like he doesn't want her to go off oh yeah he was afraid of her everyone was afraid of him i mean like it was like a fear and violence thing going it's on it's a it, perfect little habitat <laughs> yeah with a lots of delicious desserts. lots of alphas yeah and 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 again gordon to his credit he was like i remember he tasted her desserts and was like these are world-class pastries but he did ask her he said he's like and it's not from the store you make them here 
And he's like, yeah, 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 make them here. So we still don't know, right? Yeah, I never saw her ever make a pastry. So I, but I, I don't doubt that she w- could make them. I, I think it, yeah. se- it seemed like this this restaurant, unless they had like somebody like their like a personal chef that was like hidden somewhere that was the real master of the pastries, like. For all intents and purposes, it seemed like she was the one who made those things. And and again, Gordon, not just on camera, he was like behind the scenes. He's like, these are legit pastries, like like nice. like high high end. And he's he's like, so she's just like should never souffle. be allowed to be. Talking about souffle, I remember. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like she she just, this person should never be allowed in in a business arrangement at all. Great. <laughs> well, Jay, Joe, all of you. Is there anything else we want to add before we quickly go to the ratings? Well, I, I, I would, I would, I would say I would throw it to you guys, Joe. Are there any questions you have for me that I haven't already? Why you're such a oh gosh? Why I'm so inspiring? You mean? <laughs> yeah, that's my actual question. Why you're so inspiring? <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, that's such, I bet if, if we could go episode by episode and get some odd insights, but, uh, it's fun to see how this contextualizes certain actions from the, uh, from the people in the show, even just generally everybody's actions, like knowing how Gordon Ramsay is behind the scenes. Um, so it makes an already interesting show in even more interesting to me. Yeah. I, I will say Gordon is a lovely person. Like he's just such a nice guy. Such a lovely. I have such huge respect for him and I can't say that for a lot of other people I've worked with in my career. Like not that they've all been bad. The, the, a lot of them have been great, but like he got to have your faves. He, he's just like a great person and he's a master at what he does. He has such deep respect for you if you're good at what you do. And um, I just had a real blast. Read. Jay Hunter. <laughs> I, I just had a real blast uh, working with him for all these years. I, I miss him terribly. Like, I, I wish I could. I, I hate doing reality shows. I, I, I retired from doing that. I only do scripted shows now. But um, but 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 I, I would go back and do I would do a show with Gordon if he asked me to or if the situation came Shout up out. because because I really loved him. And I think we did Funny something show. special. It was it was like a weird it was like a it was the hardest show. I'd Like you watched the show. Joe and Sasha, like you guys watch the show and it's probably like, oh yeah, it's just a show. They shooting people cooking and whatever yelling. Like it doesn't seem that crazy of a feat. Like, like the finished product, add those mice. It does. Yeah. But, but like, but (laughs) I'm telling you, I've done so many difficult shows in my life. That was the hardest one. That was the most stressful. I mean, you, you'd finish a day of shooting and you like collapse. There was another one that when we met that you were shooting, that was harder. That was the chopping block. Yeah. That, well, the, 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 that was harder, but more of in like, in like a disaster clusterfuck type of way. Like Kitchen Nightmares was well run ship. It was well. It was very rewarding. I was very proud of what we did. I think it still stands up. I think you you watch the shows and people, mm-hmm. you know, like I hear a lot of a lot of people still like it and they, they they like you know speak highly of it. And I think it's because like the bones of the show. I mean, I mean, it, 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 it's pure in its intent and and you know we know you know like like one thing that Gordon. You know, j- just just to illustrate how what a good guy he is. I remember there was one restaurant that mm, we did in uh, Vermont. It might have been on Hotel Hell, but uh, but um, but one one of the shows I did. Like I remember he he met this like kid, and the kid was kind of like uh, like spectrumy, like autistic kid. Wow. And and, and he and he Doctor li- J. Easy. <laughs> I know. Well, he was so 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 he, he another he, diagnosis. And, 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 and he was he was. I know I'm that because I was this. told. I mean, it was okay, very clear. So you have to say so, that instead of just making wild statements <laughs> about people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so uh, he he 
was like this kid. He was working in the basement, like, 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 like he was doing pastry stuff. He was probably like 18 or something. And, and Gordon just went down there. He wasn't even part of the show. We never put a mic on him or anything. He was just part of the operation. I remember Gordon went down there and, and, um, and and he was like, Hey mate, he's like, he's like, what's your deal? And he was talking to him and he's like, well, he's like, I just really want to go to uh, pastry school. I want to go to culinary school. It's my dream. And, and he's like, really? And he was just talking to him. And we we didn't even film it. Like like it was just like this isn't like a story point. Gordon just talking to this dude in the in the kitchen, and um, and Gordon like like it like touched him and and, and he, he was like, I like that kid. Again, he didn't even wasn't filmed at all. And Gordon paid for his culinary school. Like, 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 and, and I remember we were kind of like, oh shit, oh, should we make, should we film this? Like, should we, you want to talk to him and we'll get on camera? He's like, no, no, no. He's, he's like, I don't want to, he's like, I'll look like a fucking asshole. You heard it here first. Shut mm. up. I love it. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he, he, he was, a lot he, of you heard it here. First, he, he wanted, here. he wanted to do it on the download. Cause he was just like, like, I like this kid and, and Gordon started off as a pastry chef and I don't know. He just felt touched. He was, he was like, I want to help this kid out in this little podunk town. who doesn't have any opportunity. He paid for his fucking culinary school and he didn't want it to be on camera. I I mean, like, like he's he's a good guy. Like, he like that's what the kind of guy he is. And we would constantly be doing stuff for restaurants. I hope where, he doesn't get me too. <laughs> no, no, he 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 won't. And if he I don't and see if he why does, would he? If he does, those women are liars. <laughs> all <kidding>. right. <laughs> <laughs> but but believe all believe no women that accuse Gordon Ramsay. Just kidding. All right. So so but but but, but Gordon um he. He, we would constantly do, and this has never happened on any other reality show before. We would do things after we left, after we completed the episode. He, he would say, like, I want to make sure you send that manager, like, consultant guy over, like, in a month to help them out. Like, he, he would force the production to spend lots of money on helping these restaurants after we left or doing things behind the scenes where he's like, no, no, I don't want that on camera. I just want to help them. I want to do this and that. And, so, and like, he was constantly doing that. And, like... You know, it was a hard show for him to film as well. Like Joe, you remember you said that that you think Amy's Baking Company broke the show. Well, uh, what happened? I don't think so. I think the network wanted to do more and more and more. But what happened was, I think Gordon wanted to move on from his producing partners, and Kitchen Nightmares was owned by his producing partners. You know, like he he wasn't the producer of it, and it was a very like stressful, hard, difficult show to do. Um, you know, he could make a lot more money doing Hell's Kitchen and like putting a lot less effort into it. Like we were, we'd fly yeah. into these shitty towns and he's got to stay at a crappy motel. And I mean, it like, like it, it, it wasn't luxurious. It wasn't a luxurious thing for him. It was a tough thing, but he, he really cared about it. And it was like Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares is what brought him in the TV in the first place. And he had this deep connection with it and he really loved helping people um but but he's but, still alive just so we know yeah but 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 but, but ultimately <laughs> ulti- like <laughs> i miss him <laughs> i miss him i do but but ultimately he 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 loved the doing the show but i just think it was it was too much time not enough money and he wanted to start his own thing and um you know good for but, him yeah yeah good for him i i wish gordon the best he's one of the greatest people i've ever worked with and one of the most inspiring people oh, i've ever worked with great now that we express our feelings all the spectrum of that speaking of spectrums uh are you a doctor let's i'm not uh let's (laughs) rate this show i'll start so we'll in the show we sometimes create a i was going to say always but it's been sometimes lately we create a 10 point scale individually and we find uh in place another show uh or a subject that's similar to the one we're discussing and we compare the current subject against the subject that we individually choose and i will choose dance moms because dance moms is a show that i've worked on and i really enjoy dance 
Uh, and I will put it if Tan is like the absolute amazing and one is terrible. I will put Dance Moms probably at an seven because I love dance and everything. But I think a lot of times for me it was like I want to get to the dance part and I don't want to watch the moms. Like even though like the moms is what more the show dance, is about. More dance, less moms. Yeah, like honestly, that's for me it was. <laughs> and I think oh. it was different for me. And the, uh, compared to others, like they were like all oh, about the moms, but their relationships with Abby, and I, I did enjoy watching Abby because she's like interesting that. personality. But I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get into the whole like mom versus mom thing. I was like, come on, let's just see kids dance. Like that's the fun part. So that's a strong seven for me, Dance Moms. Again, I love Dance Moms. So like that's like a, that's a big one for me because I don't watch reality shows. I saw Kitchen Nightmares only literally like the two-parter last night the burgers <laughs> the burger and then i watched amy's baking company and i put it an eight i think it's mm. a very strong show i put it higher nice. than dance moms yeah wow i think um rare praise coming rare from praise. Sasha but Filer. then again you didn't invent the show right and i think just like thank Gordon's, you for belittling me yeah <laughs> just what i do best for 12 years <laughs> but you know i just really think that gordon is so fun to watch you know it's just one of those things like he yeah. has a quality of like a hollywood star like he is fun to watch totally he you can sense his energy emanating from the screen and you can see his effect he has on people and how he like people become malleable just by being in his proximity like that's a very yeah. interesting he's, thing he's like somebody charisma. is like p pissed off like this like like ladies like losing it and then he shows up and like she just like becomes like a real human being with like feelings she and like sincerity right but like amy for example dealt with it by just shutting herself off completely off of him and like leaving no eye contact with him so there's definitely well, yeah it sounds like there was a lot deeper things going on than just them actually acting within the ways they would normally act definitely exactly because people who did want to connect to the real troubles of what they're going through they were grateful immediately for Gordon's presence, you could tell, and they were just relishing it. And so I only met him briefly. I don't really remember how I met him. I'm probably happy. Through, probably through me. Pro but like, <laughs> well, that makes more sense. <laughs> how I met him, the actual like moment or anything, like his charisma. Like, I don't remember, like, was he charismatic? Was he like, was he like, you know, just normal? I don't remember that part. But I, I do like that uh, he appreciated my soup. Borscht. I'm a little. I will give it eight and a half to show if he returned my Tupperware. Mm. That's my only. He, lost, he lost a half point because he of lost the a half point. The Tupperware. I just, just don't, because I get blamed for the lost Tupperware in this house. I do, and, and water bottles. So it's on me for for however many Not years. That one. It's, I, it's on me. I'm gonna say like of the of the four thousand water bottles and Tupperware that have gone missing in this house, Gordon is responsible for two of them. <laughs> So the other the other five million, I don't know. I guess Joe. What about he, you? Before this becomes like I, a, a family therapy yeah, session that you have to <laughs> have to resolve in this fucking episode. What about you? What are you? Think? Um, I think if uh, a bar rescue, which I love, which wow. I know you. This is another episode. On, <laughs> this is another episode. Is a ten. Holy shit! Wow. Kitchen Nightmares is a nine. What? Oh, and the only reason is because the uh, the focus on the liquor leads to a lot more disaster, like interpersonal oh, disaster. Interesting. 
Um, I wouldn't know because I haven't seen, but it's very interesting. But they're very similar shows. Just John Taffer is essentially like oh, Joe. He a worships Jay. Like John John Taffer worships Jay. <laughs> John Taffer's a, a legend. He's like a he he's like the super condensed Jay version so of Gordon much. Ramsay. He wants to like live with him. I'll tell you this much: J- John Taffer worships Gordon Ramsay uh, more than he worships me. But um, I love John. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on a little secret on Bar Rescue. Like, Whoa. remember how I was talking about how Kitchen Nightmares was the most honest, true, authentic Whoa. show I've ever made. Um, mm-hmm. Bar Rescue is not that. <laughs> but, but but Bar Rescue um, is. A mix? I'm probably bound by some sort of confidentiality agreement. Yeah, I'm going to have to edit this out. No, no, no. No, it's fine. I'm not going to give away any trade secrets. I'm just going to say uh, Kitchen Nightmares was was, was pretty uh, true to to reality. It was very unproduced. Bar Rescue is a heavily produced show. Um, but maybe it's more entertaining for that very reason. Not, not to say one's better than the other. But it's also post-Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. It stands I, I, on the back of the Giants. The, the, the reason I yeah, directed exactly. the first season of Bar Rescue is because I was the director of Kitchen Nightmares. Like there was a, they, they basically wanted to take the format and make a new show with it. And I'll, you know, Gordon, he didn't really, he gave me shit about it and would make fun of me. But um, but but uh, I, the, the, <laughs> the producers of Kitchen Nightmares were certainly not happy that I worked on Bar Rescue. And honestly, after one season of Bar Rescue, I only did season one. Um, I was not terribly eager to return and do more not because of john i love john but um it was a very john if you're listening jay loves you it it, it was the the, the thing about kitchen nightmares is that it was so rewarding like you'd walk away and the the people you feel like you you actually helped people and and you, you got some great drama on camera and you told a cool story this and that but the people were like hugging you as you left and, and, and like, Oh, anytime you, you, you're always welcome here. Like, like there was a sense of like, of like these people were like, wow, you guys came in and changed our life for the better. Um, when we left an episode you felt of like Bar Rescue, service to people. When, right? when we left an episode of Bar Rescue, people throwing th- bottles, they were like th- throwing rocks <laughs> at us. And like, they were not happy with the experience. Let's just say uh, in general, I would say hundred percent in general, but, but um, so, so that, that feeling, it was like, you went through the same amount of hell, like getting the stuff on tape, but but there was there was no happiness at the end as a as a reward. So that's why I right. stopped doing that show. But you know, very successful. They've done many. Are they still around? Episodes. It's probably still around, right? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I've kind of fell off. Damn. What about you, Jay? What about me? Kitchen nightmares. What do I have to do? I have to I have to compare it to you another show. You know what to do. You've been around here. Like don't 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 do like a thing know. that you. I still know. never quite understand it. Yeah, thanks, but Joe. I just, I just do it, uh, <laughs> and I think it's I'm doing it right. It's your own thing. You choose something that's comparable okay. to yeah, the yeah. subject that you discuss, and and so so that you, because you can really to get to know something in comparison to something else. So it's up to you to choose what do you want to compare it to. All right, I'm going to compare... You can take something that you hate. Too. I'm going to compare bar, uh, Kitchen Nightmares to... I feel like I should do Bar Rescue as well. Um, but here, I won't, nice. I won't do that. No, no, no I'm going to do Bar Rescue as well. Okay, so, so Bar Rescue to me, I'm biased because I was a part of making it, but I'm going to give that a five. Whoa. And um, I'm going to give Kitchen Nightmares a... I'm going to give it a ten. 
What? Nice. We'll give it a 10. I, I, I just, Holy I'm telling you. shit. I, I probably directed or shot 100 reality shows back in the day. You worked on Survivor. Yeah. I mean, Top all, Model, all the big ones. All, 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 all kinds capacities. of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I just, my resume is a mile long in the reality world. But, the, but like, Kitchen Nightmares is the one show that I'm like, yeah, I'm proud. I'm yeah, I'm proud of what we did actually. So I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that a big fat old ten. And Bar Rescue and a big same fat. fat old nice. fat just, fuck just, 5.0. Just body shaming things. <laughs> what I'm calling? I'm calling. Tonight. I'm calling the rating. The number rating a just big fat 5.0 from your vocabulary. Big fat fuck. Okay. Cunt. Well, thank you, Jay Hunter, for fucking <laughs> coming you. on to the show again. Big Go. fan of your work, and to make sure to check out Much Ado About Nothing, folks. I ex- yeah. including me. Yeah, maybe my maybe my wife will watch it. The movie I shot a decade ago. Maybe uh, she, maybe uh, she'll <laughs> tune in and watch it. It's a joy. It really is a joy. Why? Shout why, out to Joss Whedon because another favorite. Why? Thank you, Joe. Yes, Joss would be very pleased to hear that. And uh, yeah, friend of the I, show. I, I appreciate Talk about that. I we, I appreciate Total your patronage. Friend. Maybe we should talk about much to do about nothing some other time. Sure, yeah. Depending on how long this pandemic goes, we might have to interview me <laughs> about all the things I've ever done. <laughs> Great. Joe, is there anything you'd like yeah, to plug? Might have to just, be uh, just go over to robotblackbeltchampion.com. I have a free comic book up over there that you could read. You read it with your kids because there are no dick jokes in that one. There's no hentai in that one? Not in that <laughs> one. <laughs> Seriously, you should read it with your kids. It's fun. Uh, great art too what's the name of the artist thank you kent asmala shout out friend of the show big ups to my name big friend of the show kent if you're out there please find me i think you may have died in the uh volcano eruptions earlier this year um i haven't spoken to him since then have you tried or just wait wait, what in the volcano eruptions what are you talking about yeah there was a volcano a pretty bad volcano eruption in the philippines where he lives holy shit um and you know semi close to where i know he lives and i haven't heard from him since so how many times you tried to reach him uh quite a few Jeez, that's a bummer. Not that I have, uh, I not that I have a great ways to communicate with them. You know, I don't have every single method of his communication, but um, yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully it's just okay. <laughs> God, I wow. hope so. What a what a great note to end on. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. It's well, just Joe, 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 Joe's long lost friend. Is he alive? Is he not? My God. Let us know, guys. Let if anybody know. knows, more please. reason to even check out the comic book, right? That's true. Yeah, exactly. Please. Yeah, let, let's find uh, what's his name, Kent. Uh, Kent Asmala. Kent Asmala in Philippines. Please, if anybody knows it, well, how he's doing, an amazing artist. Please let us know. In uh, um, I forget the the name of the city. Starts with a D. Starts with a D. Well, there you go, internet detectives. You got enough clues to start off. Starts with a D. His name's Kent Ismala. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for artwork. Thank you, Andrew Hayworth, for music. Thank you, Jay Hunter, for who knows production Everything. support, whatever. Joe, thank uh, you so much for co-hosting with me again. My pleasure. And, and thank you, you and you, for listening. <laughs>